Hello, this is Darren. And this is Paige. And this is Where's the Lemonade? Where we talk about what happens when life throws you lemons. Make some lemonade? Uh, maybe. Some weeks it's lemon squares. Yeah, some weeks it's just lemons. Yeah. <laughs> On today's episode... Let's talk about staying in love. Okay. So our great research department, aka Paige, came up with a great topic this week. I'm actually excited about it. I think it's actually pretty interesting. You kind of just learned about it like two minutes ago. Yes. <laughs> no, no. Well, you learned about it a week ago when we were going to record it. Like I told you about it. Then we mm. both started not feeling well. You went out of town for a couple of days. And then we literally just pulled it up. And I was like, wait, what are we doing? So it's kind of fresh for both of us. You've never it is, seen it. no. And uh, I had to to renew it to my eyes once again. Okay. So, so what's interesting about this one is what can we do when we were first engaged, even before we were engaged, we were madly in love with each other. I was going to say, before we were engaged, yes. Holy cow. Could not stay away from each other. Too much PDA. All of our children and anyone around us will definitely uh, say that. Yes. Absolutely. (laughs) And it was, it, it was much. In fact, here's a funny story. Was this, this was on our honeymoon and we were going to, I don't know if, we, if it was our, we were, we were on our way, was to, on our way, on our way okay. there to the honeymoon. We yeah. were in the airport in line to ask the, um, lady at the desk at the United desk, a question. And we were waiting and we weren't like, we were just like, we were standing in line and we were standing next to each other and we, you know, would kiss and then we would talk and then we would kiss and she got mad. Was it the lady at the desk yes. or the lady behind us? No, it was the lady at the desk. It was the oh, United wow. lady. She was like, oh my gosh, why don't you guys get a room? This is so inappropriate. And we were we were so taken aback because we weren't like doing, I literally, we were just, we were kissing. And hugging. And hugging, but it wasn't like we were, anyway. Yeah, maybe that's why I have 1K status. <laughs> why? Because I complained, I didn't complain. No, though. we didn't complain. No, no. Even though she was, she she was really, rude. she was really upset. She was really upset. So we were like, she needs a boyfriend or a girlfriend, whatever she needs. She needs but, something. Hey, but over time, that kind of slowly changes and things kind of fade. They do, and not just being affectionate with each other. In fact, that's not even what this podcast is about. It's more about the things you say to each other. And and you you see each other when you're dating and when you're engaged and you're just feeling that new and probably even the first maybe couple of years you're married, you see each other through rose colored glasses, right? Everything they do is cute and funny. Right. Like even my socks on the floor. Yeah. I mean that yeah. That's Which even just something so minor. But you know what I mean? Like all those little things like, oh, they chew too loud or they, whatever it is. Do you know what I mean? Like you think you, in the beginning you thought it was cute and you thought it was, oh, it's just a little quirk. And a few years in, it's annoying and it's bugging you. And Why it, is it bugging you? Yeah, exactly. No, why? Why does that bug you? What? But the little things I do. <laughs> I didn't say that. I'm talking well, about in general. Oh, in general. <laughs> Nothing, said, nothing that you do bothers ever me. bothers you. No. Mm. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Okay. But no, it's true. Like over time, challenges occur, flaws emerge, the rose-colored glasses come off, and reality sets in. Right? I think it sets in faster when you are in a blended family. 
much faster because you don't get that new, let's grow together. Let's start our family together. You are just set into the middle of two families already formed. Right. Yeah. So you don't, you don't even get that, that real newness with each other. So this is normal. Oh, I think this is very normal. I think this is very normal for uh, the things that you once thought were cute and funny and quirky are, no are now annoying and obnoxious and knock it off. <laughs> yeah. So I wanted to talk about if you've been out of that new stage for a while and you're feeling like everything he or she does bothers me. Um, let's talk about how to freshen things up. What do you think? Um, sounds good. Okay. All right. But we're going to be very specific on that, on what we can do to freshen things up. And the one thing we're going to talk about specifically are words you can say. Absolutely. Be- Not things you do. Right. But words that you can say on a daily basis that will freshen things up and and keep things alive. Because we could have several different episodes on things you could do. Absolutely. But today we're only going to things focus on... Things you can on- say. Yeah, things, things you, can, you say. can say. Okay, so first one, you look great. Now, I have to say, so a lot of these, and we're going to be really honest with these things, and we'll tell you what we're good at and what we're not good at. You are fantastic at this one. Oh, thank you. So compliments mean a lot to your spouse. Even if you've been married for 40 years, we need to hear it. I think women especially need to hear it, but men need to hear it too. Yep. But you, Darren, is very complimentary always not That's always because you do look great well it's i an easy thing i to do say. appreciate that but i do get mad if i like come in in sweats and no makeup and my hair sticking up everywhere and you're like hey beautiful i'm like you know i don't look beautiful right now but <laughs> so okay so no patronize so yes for you guys out there if your wife just woke up <laughs> has been sick for several <laughs> days kind of smelling bad <laughs> the hair's everywhere and you know has bags under the eyes Going to her and saying, oh, you look great. Not a good thing to say. It's not because then we wonder when you do tell us we look great and we feel great, does he mean it? Or Because he said it when we know we don't look great. So so mean it, but dude, compliment each other. It, it means a lot. I really think it does. What do you think? No, I agree. Now, there's a trap. Okay, tell it's me about the, the trap. Everyone knows this trap. Does this dress make me look fat? Yeah. Trap. That's a trap. That's a trap. <laughs> so There is no good answer. There's no good answer to that. So to circumvent that trap from ever happening, tell your spouse they look great more often. Then they don't have to ask for that compliment. Because a lot of times you're saying, does this dress make me look fat they're looking for some kind of compliment they're looking for validation that they look good or they feel they need that right they need that validation now i also want your honest opinion and you do give it to me i'll try things on and i'll say what do you think and you'll say you know what that doesn't you know there's other dresses that look better on you you do say that it's not flattering on you no and i want that honest opinion i don't want to buy a dress that is true so you've got to know your spouse. You do. You need to know your spouse. And I want that from you. Like I do. I, I don't want to wear something that 
doesn't look good on me. And maybe I think it looks good, but if someone else doesn't think it looks good, actually, it just matters that you think it looks good, right? That's not true. <laughs> that's not true. No, that's I want not other true. people to think it looks good, too. <laughs> All okay, right. so compliments. Do it. Don't hold back. All right, next one. Thank you. Okay, I think this is, we're really good at this one, too. Um, because we are both very um, aware that we don't want to take each other for granted or take things for granted. What do you think? I, I totally agree. And also, when you are saying thank you, it helps you realize that um, you appreciate the work that someone has done. Yes. Right. Yes. That you that you need that help in your life. This, this really shows that um, dependency that you have on each other and really helps you grow uh, closer together. So I, I like this one a lot. Here's a great example. You came home last night very late. You'd been up for... You, 20 you hours. Took, yeah, you took a one-day trip, and you had gotten up at 4. You got home at 11, and you walked in. I was in bed, and you went over and started changing your clothes, and you noticed that I had done the laundry, and you said, thank you so much for doing the laundry. Yeah, I, I really appreciated it. Yeah. So yeah. finding even those small little things, um, well, the laundry was not a small thing, um, but the things that you would normally do which is right. one of the, one of the roles that you have yeah. is you do the laundry right um but when you say uh, thank you when i cook dinner which i one of my roles is cooking dinner it makes me want to do it again yeah. and i always tell you how appreciative i am of your work and how much you um do for our family financially where i i don't hold back that way and always thank you no and, i appreciate that yeah I th we're very we're very grateful for the things each other so we're good at this one yeah, we're, we're okay at this one. Okay, but I think, please don't... Um, we're perfect. Just you guys. No, I was going to say, do you want one that... I, I'm, I'm only pointing this out for our listeners. One that you're not good at is, it's not on here. You're not great at saying please. Well, hey, honey, if it's not on here, <laughs> we're not supposed to talk about it. But I always have, you'll say something, I'll go, please? So, please <laughs> stick to the script. <laughs> It's not on the list, so we're not going to talk about it. Okie dokie. Thank you for reminding me that it's not on here. Oh, great. All right, obviously I got something to work on. All right, the next one. Yeah, I think you're so amazing. So uh, we sometimes think that our partner knows magically what we are thinking, and so we stop saying things like, I think you're great, or I think you're wonderful, or I think you're amazing. Um. I think these are things that we need to tell each other. And you don't have to use the word amazing. If you think that that's over the top, then don't use it. That's not in your repertoire of words you would normally say. Then you don't have to say, I think you're amazing. You can say something like, oh, that's one of your superpowers. Yeah, or whatever. You're really good at. Yeah, just say, that was really great. Whatever you want to come up with. But, but just keep telling them that you think that they're great. I find this one interesting because it affects your marriage in a profound way. Because if you do this, then you're looking for things that your spouse is good at. Yeah. That excels at. Or is maybe hasn't been good at, but is great at now. Or is progressing. And if you're pointing those things out and saying them, you're also recognizing how great you have it. Oh, I like to that. To have a spouse like this. Yeah. So I think there's almost like a double, a double positive on this one. Right. Okay. Okay, now this next one, I don't like at all. I think well, this one's funny. I don't like this one. 
I would never say this and I would never want you to say this. Okay, go ahead. I love you anyway, honey. I love you anyway? <laughs> a psychologist said that you're supposed to say I love you anyway? When your spouse makes it hard. It says when your spouse makes a mistake, it can be hard on both of you. But what you say in the moment will have a lasting impact. By saying I love you anyway, it's telling them that it's okay to make a mistake. Boo! Boo! I don't You don't like ever it. want me to make a mistake. No, you would want me to say when you do make a mistake or when I make a mistake. It's kind of condescending. It is very condescending. I love you anyway, honey. <laughs> I love you anyway. Even if you make a mistake. All right, so mistake, let's turn I, this, let's turn this like around it. to something better that you could say. Because I, I think the concept here is good in yes. that your spouse does make mistakes. Absolutely. And sometimes you need to point that out. Maybe you don't need to point that out. That's a good one. So what what do we need to point out and what shouldn't we point out? What do we need to let go? And what I think, do we need I think to you out? need to let go a lot of things unless yeah. you, well, here, here's the thing. If your spouse is really feeling awful about the mistake that they made, then to me, a different approach would be, I'm really sorry, honey. I'm really sorry that that happened. Now you're empathizing with them. You're not giving them a, a way out of, hey, I made a huge mistake. Man, that must be really tough to feel that way or some some way of empathizing with them. Yeah. But little mistakes, nah, you don't need to pick at those. Yeah. And that's hard. And that's after you've been married a few years, you start to pick those things. And we need to, you have to really work at letting it go. But yeah, the I love you anyway, I think that I don't like that at all. All right. If anyone has suggestions <laughs> on a better way to say that one... <laughs> Uh, that might be good. But don't pick the scab. Don't pick the scab. Yeah. All right. Okay. There we go. Um, so is that what you should say? Honey, I'm not going to pick the scab. Yeah. <laughs> That'll be our code. I our, love you anyway. I'm not going to pick the scab. Our code word will be scab. We'll just say scab and you'll know that I love you anyway. Okay. All right. The next one. We'll get through it. So. I kind of like this one. Do you? I do because what you're saying is. Well, I would add to it. We'll get through it together. We we can work. We can beat this problem together. We've talked about this on our podcast before. Yeah. That it's you and I against the world. Right. It's saying we're a team. If you say we're a we'll team. Get through it. Right. So if there's a problem that we're having in our relationship, we try and put it as the combatant. What we're trying to, as a team, tackle and right. and resolve. Right. Yeah. And and beat that conflict that we have. Yeah. To me, I like I kind of like this one. I do too. I guess it just just seeing it, we'll get through it. Like woohoo, rah rah, seems a little trite. I don't know, but but yes, I understand what you're like trying those to say. Sports, you don't like those sports things though. The rah rah. Yeah, no, you don't. You know, you never just, have. You don't like a coach coming. Let's work harder. Let's go, team. Let's go. You don't. They you just don't seem like a little them. patronizing sometimes. But anyway, but I, yeah. I understand the concept. I understand what they're trying to say. So I understand that we'll get through it. I understand what they're trying to say. We're a team. I'm on your side. All right. Like yeah. I get it. I get it. Okay. okay. All right. Next one. This one I know you want me to say more. Yes, I'd love to. Yes. <laughs> so I think this is important, but I, there's a but to this Okay, one what's the but? Well, okay, so so the phrase is, yes, I'd love to. So what this is saying is, 
being open to things that your spouse enjoys that maybe you don't. That's what this is saying. Oh, okay. I thought it was like, honey, I need you to go get the uh, Easter decorations no, out of the garage. No, that's not what this is saying. I mean, yes, we could say that that's doing that too. But Instead of an eye rolling like, oh, An eye roll, man. uh-huh. But no, this is saying it's something that's not your thing, but you're showing your support, right? So I think that is really important. Like, but like it, what? Like, give me an example. Oh, like if I want to go see a country concert. You hate country. Why would we do that? And you support me by buying tickets and surprise. No, I, there's no country. I don't know that there's any country band I'd want to go see either. But, but no, I get your but point. But do you it see says, my point? Oh, yeah, I'd love to. So you need to go beyond your comfort level. Or yes. Sometimes and say, yeah, hey, let's go do something different. Let's go do something that you want. That to do. you want to do, right? Now, I also feel like it's okay to let your spouse do their own thing that you aren't interested in. That's okay too. So you've got to work on that. But if 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 you're feeling like, you know, you want your spouse to support you, and you know, I really want you to go with me to do this, then talk to them about that and. You know, hopefully they'll go with you. Maybe not every time, right? Maybe not every time, but once or twice to support, you know, something that you like that you know they don't. Well, and interest can change over the years. Best example, sorry, Rachel and Russell, I'm calling you two out. Our kids, um, Rachel hated sports when she got married. And, but Russell loves sports, any sport. Russell loves watching, participating, anything. So Rachel started just watching sports with him and then rachel started loving sports now i think rachel likes it more than russell yeah yeah she used to just read a book while he watched the sports and it was fine and now she loves them so just you know you can change yeah Yeah, that's that's a good thing all right next one i understand see now this one actually bothers me too (laughs) you know that this bothers me. yes because it sounds patronizing it does like so if i'm having okay okay here's a good example so say I'm having, it's that time of the month for me and I'm having cramps and I'm really in a bad mood and you're like, oh, sweetie, I understand. No, you don't. You're not having cramps. It's not the time of the month for you. You've never had this. No, you don't. Okay. Now. So what should I do in that? So just hand you a box of chocolate? Yeah. Just be like, hey, what can I do? What can I do to comfort you? Uh, you know, I'm, I'm here for you is fine, but I understand you don't always understand exactly what they're going through, right? Oh, I, I agree. Hey, this reminds me of the new movie Avatar. What was the big word in there that says, I understand? I see you. Do you remember that in the movie? She kept saying that, and at the end, it was the big phrase. It's the big phrase I right see now. you. Yes, it's all over The Bachelor right now. Right. I see you, which means... <laughs> Oh, is that where... That's it, the key word. That's like, the key I, word on The Bachelor me. right he now? He sees me. You see me. Yeah, yeah. well... That That is what this really means is I see what you're going through. Right. I may not understand it. Yes. But I see what you're going through. Right. What can I do to help? Right. So I don't necessarily think that you should say I understand because you probably don't. But there's better things to just, hey, I, what can I do for you? Which actually is the next it's phrase. the next thing. What can, what I, can I do, I do for you? Um, yeah. What can I do for you? I, you know, I say this when you're sick. Absolutely. And I always get the same response, nothing. Well, sometimes you can't do anything when someone's sick. Yeah, but, right? but 
it's okay to say, yeah, I really need soup or I really need medicine or I really need something. Otherwise, on my side, what can I do for you? I'm really honestly saying, hey, what what can I do to help? You go, oh, nothing. That kind of shuts me down too. I can't help you. I want to take care of you. I know you do. You always want to take care. I think most people want to take care of their spouse. And a lot of times there really is nothing that you can do though. But the the it's appreciated that you ask, right? Yeah, I, I guess so. But I, I guess another thing that you can do on this is look around. Um, is there something obvious that you could do to help out? Okay. Right? Gotcha, yeah. So. All right, the next one, I'm here for you, which I already mentioned too, instead of I understand, like, right? Just remind your spouse that they can count on you. I've got your back, right? That We're going through this together. I'm here for you. So that's a good one. Okay. Like I said, these all seem a little cheesy to me. I'm not into the cheese factor. I'm here for you. (sighs) But I'm going to use that one on you. mm -hmm. There's different ways you can say that without just saying, I'm here for you. I'm here for you. I'm here for you. I understand and I'm here for you. (laughs) Anywho. (laughs) If there's any marriage counselors listening today, pay Or if any of you are seeing a marriage counselor... You should have them listen to this episode because oh my Paige just completely destroyed their whole uh, toolbox. Well, there's just other ways you can say these things than just I'm here for you. Okay, last one. And I love this one. And we say this one all the time. Chiamo. I love you. Three simple words. Yep. I think these are important. I don't think you could say it too much. I don't think it's overused. That's just my opinion. Well, you know, this reminds me of the movie Moonstruck. Do you remember the movie Moonstruck? I do, but not specifically. Yeah, that's what's funny about you. You remember all the movies, but there's a line in there. It's the it's the dad. He won't say I love you to his to his wife. Okay. He'll say it in, in Italian, but he won't say it in English. Okay. Until things kind of fall apart and then he finally does. Which is really sad. That is really sad. I think that saying I love you it just, even if you're mad at your spouse that hearing that, like hearing them say that, it Does just, that, it kind of deflates So if we're things. yelling at each other, I can say, I love you. Is that going to Sure, give it a things? shot. Give All it right. a try. All right. I got to figure out what we're going to argue about <laughs> so we can do this. So don't let a day pass without saying loving things to your partner. The reason I picked this is because I think when you're talking nice to each other, it that bleeds into maybe putting those rose-colored glasses back on. It can bleed into other things in your life. If you're talking nice to each other, then I think that can um, permeate into all aspects of your relationship. I, I think you hit it. I think you hit the main point of all these phrases is, are you talking nice to your spouse? Right. Are you talking nice about your spouse? Yep. Um, Familiarity breeds contempt. I really hate that phrase. And you I, bring it up. I do but... bring it up because I think it is true. When I think so, we sometimes treat the people we love the most, the worst. And that's what that, that's what that saying means, right? You, I know. I think, I think familiar, it's a horrible saying. It though. is, but it's a lot of the times it's true. Should, so I, and let's make it not true. Well, what I'm I, I agree with you there. Yes. I, I really think familiarity should really deepen your love with for each other. And I think put the rose-colored glasses back on yep. and say, 
what are the great things about my spouse that I just totally adore? And you know, and we've, love. Ta- we've talked about this before. If you want to find the flaws in your spouse, oh, th- it, it's real easy to find. We oh, all have flaws. You are not speaking from experience. Uh, no, not, not at it. all. Just <laughs> books that I've read, movies I've watched. Yeah. <laughs> but we can, you can find them. You can find yes. them. It's yeah. not hard. But don't look for them. Don't look for them. Look for the good things. I think your spouse already knows what their flaws are. They don't need of to course. be pointed out. And, and you, you know, this goes into uh, kind of my philosophy on actually teaching children as well. If you focus only on their weaknesses... Um, that will be the focus of their self-worth is their weaknesses. If you focus on their strengths, it's amazing what those strengths will overcome their weaknesses just by overwhelming their weaknesses. The best example I have of this is with um, my oldest son, Matthew, who wanted, growing up, one of his weaknesses was mathematics. He hated it. He wouldn't, and we've worked on it. We were, oh, it was awful. And we worked really hard on it. And he just became more and more frustrated. And finally, I said, forget it. He loved to read and he could read anything. So what did we do? We bought him books about the history of mathematics. And guess what? He devoured those books and he started to use that reading talent that he had. His strength overcame uh, math. Is he an incredible mathematician now? No, he's not. Uh, But that strength that he had to consume um, uh, literature and read and things like that completely um, overwhelmed uh, his uh, deficits that he had in math. I think the same thing's true in our marriage. I think if we focus on the strengths of our spouse, it will overshadow the small weak, uh, weaknesses and flaws in their character or in, their per- or in, in every aspect of their life. All right, did I get off my soapbox? Are mm-hmm. y'all bored? Mm-hmm. I figured it isn't like, all right. Our limited moment of the week has to do with weather again. Snow. At a swim meet <laughs> of all places. The first time we've had snow in 12 years in Folsom. I don't even know that it was snow. It was sleet. It was it, it was, was sleet. horrible is what it was. It might have been snow for like a minute or two. But um, when you're at a swim meet, you don't expect it to be snowing. But that's what happened to us. Uh, we went to David's swim meet and it snowed. It was that was pretty much lemons. Was there any lemonade from it? <laughs> I mean, just getting to support him. But it was freezing. It was freezing. And the kids will remember that the rest of their lives. So that was kind of cool. If you like today's episode, give us five stars on iTunes, Spotify, Google, and head to Facebook and like us. And check out our blog at wheresthelemonade.org, where you can leave questions and comments. And, but most of all, go out and make some lemonade. You betcha, baby. Yeah.